Mexico, a country known as the Land of Extremes. It is home to dense rainforests, deep canyons, and beautiful, white, sandy beaches. Mexico is also famous for its music, art, food and drink, cathedrals, and its ancient Mayan temples, which stand tall still to this day. With all that Mexico has to offer, it's no wonder that people from all over the world come to explore and vacation in this alluring country. Mexico is also, of course, home to its own brand of folklore and urban legends, some dating back hundreds, even thousands of years, passed down through generations of families. Stories meant to entertain, encourage, teach lessons, or even frighten. One famous tale is that of the chupacabra, a fearsome, dog-like creature that attacks livestock, draining them completely of blood. Another is that of La Llorona, a weeping female phantom who roams waterfront areas, mourning the death of her children whom she drowned. If you steer clear of farms and lakesides after dark, the chances of running into these terrifying beings is pretty slim. However, Should you catch yourself out driving after midnight, be wary of what roams the lonely country streets after dark, for you may find yourself in the presence of one of Mexico's most frightening entities, one that hypnotizes, paralyzes, and kills. A being so frightening, it is said to be feared more than the devil himself. Many will not even speak its name. The entity is known as La Mala Ora, The Devil's Hour. This is Macabre, a dark podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 3 of Macabre. I'm Monica. And I'm Nick. And this week, we're bringing you La Mala Ora. You know how long it took me to say that? La Mala Ora. It's very hard (laughs) to say it. Like, I don't... I don't know why, but the whole time I was recording this, I was like, shit, I kept <laughs> fucking it up. And I had to keep starting You got to put the curl in there. La mala ora. La mala ora. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying that right or not, but it just feels really fun to say that. Mm-hmm. La mala ora. It is fun to say. Sounds and fancy. It's a fun story. It's it's pretty crazy. I never heard of this one before uh, I looked this one up. So if you guys haven't already, you should go back and listen to episodes one and two. We did the Wendigo and the Black Eyed Kids. I don't think... I don't think Nick was that impressed with the other two. I like the Wendigo. Yeah. I liked it. I, I liked it. Well, I thought it was cool. We're going to cover a little bit of everything, so have no fear. So without any further ado, let's jump right into today's story.
La Mala Ora is a malicious female entity that stalks crossroads around Mexico after midnight, terrorizing those who dare travel alone. The entity is usually seen around 3 a.m., a time commonly referred to as the Devil's Hour or the Evil Hour, which is what La Mala Ora is named for. The entity's appearance and behavior differs slightly depending on the region of Mexico, that is, if you can even find anyone who is willing to talk about it. It is said that La Mala Ora is feared more than the devil, and many of those who know of the legend flat out refuse to mention it by name, referring to it only as the evil thing. In Chiapas, the southernmost state of Mexico, La Mala Ora usually appears as a beautiful woman with long, flowing dark hair, dressed all in white. She lurks in the darkness at crossroads, waiting for an unwary traveler to cross her path. When one does, she appears at the side of the road, a beautiful, gentle, and graceful woman seeming to be all alone and possibly in need of help. She hypnotizes her victims with her beauty, drawing them out of their car. Those who have survived an encounter with La Mala Ora have reported flashlights and lanterns going out, throwing them into complete darkness. People have also reported losing all sense of direction when they draw nearer to her. They are helpless to follow her. The unfortunate traveler that does not look down at her feet and notice her backwards toes, or the fact that she is hovering several inches off the ground, will follow La Mala Ora as she leads them to their death whether to the edge of a ravine or in front of a passing car. Occasionally, La Mala Ora may appear dressed all in black, with long, unkept dark hair. Those who see her in this form should be extra cautious, as she is much more fierce and aggressive than her white-clad form. The black-dressed La Mala Ora will stop a traveler by any means and attack them with her pointed, sharp claws. Either way, it is said that if you encounter the entity in human form, it is an omen of death. If you happen to see her at a crossroads, it is very likely that you or someone you know will soon be dead. Just over the border into New Mexico in the United States, La Mala Ora is also a widely feared omen though the natives tell a slightly different tale. La Mala Ora is usually seen as a black abstract form, like a ball of wool that expands and contracts, changing size and shape and seeming to float on the side of the road. It is said that this form appears to a person only when death is soon to befall a loved one. Anyone unfortunate enough to lay their eyes on this entity runs the risk of being driven insane, which La Mala Ora takes great pride in. If encountered, the entity will try to hypnotize and paralyze a person, and when it attacks, it suddenly rushes towards the victim, envelops them, and suffocates them. The entity then leaves the victim on the side of the road to be discovered the next morning. More modern New Mexican versions of La Mala Ora describe her as the terrifying woman in black, appearing to travelers at night when the death of either the victim or a loved one is about to occur. 
One story circulating the internet is told as follows. One evening, a woman who we'll call Maria received a call from her friend Isabella shortly before dinner. When she answered, Isabella was sobbing uncontrollably, saying that her and her husband were getting divorced. The husband had moved out earlier that day, and her friend was distraught. She asked Maria if she could come stay over for a few nights and keep her company. Maria said she would, and told her friend she would be there in a few hours. Maria hung up and called her husband, who was away on a business trip in Chicago, and explained the situation. He agreed that she should go and spend some time with her friend during this difficult time. Maria quickly packed a small suitcase and left the house. It would be about a four-hour drive to where Isabella lived in Santa Fe, so she was expecting to arrive after midnight. A few hours later, Maria pulled off the highway just before the city and began to head down the side roads that led to Isabella's house. As she approached the crossroads, she slowed down, preparing to stop at the stop sign. But just before she reached it, a woman stepped into the street directly in front of her car. Maria shrieked and slammed on the brakes, hoping she would just miss the woman. When the car was stopped, she looked frantically around her, expecting the woman to still be in front of the car. But she was not. She looked to her right and then to her left and let out another shriek. The woman was standing just outside of her driver's side window, staring in at her with the terrible face of a demon, an evil, twisted face with glowing red eyes and short pointed teeth. A second later, the wicked thing leapt at the window, her clawed hands scratching at the glass. Maria panicked, slammed on the accelerator, and the car lurched forward. She expected to drive away, leaving the creature in the dust. But when she looked in her rearview mirror, she didn't see the demon woman. Where had she gone? But just then, there came another great scratch on the driver's side window. Maria looked to her left and saw that the creature was actually running along the side of the car, keeping up with ease. Maria pushed the accelerator to the floor, willing the car to go even faster. After a few terrible moments, the creature fell behind. Maria watched as it slowed to a stop in the rearview mirror. She watched as her pursuer grew taller and taller until it was the size of a large tree standing in the middle of the road, glaring after her car. Red light swirled around the creature like mist, and it pointed at Maria, its mouth moving as if saying something, but she could not make out the words. She turned her attention back to the road, afraid of what might happen if she crashed. A few minutes later, she pulled into the driveway of Isabella's house. Maria flung herself from the car and ran to the front door, knocking frantically. Isabella opened the door and let her in. What happened? Isabella asked, both puzzled and frightened. Maria told her about the wicked woman thing that she had seen appear at the crossroads and then chase her for several miles. You're sure you were at a crossroads when you saw her, Isabella said. Maria nodded, tears streaming down her face. Oh no, Isabella said. Oh, no, no, no. This is bad, Maria, very bad. It must have been La Malaora. The evil hour, Maria said. Yes. La Malaora only appears at crossroads when someone is about to die. 
Normally, Maria would have laughed at such a ridiculous tale, but the appearance of that evil creature had shaken her to her core. Isabella went and got Maria a cup of strong, hot tea, brought her luggage in from the car, and sent her to bed, not even mentioning the divorce. The next day, Maria told Isabella that she wanted to go home. Isabella insisted on accompanying her, and they both agreed that they would make the trip during the day for fear of traveling at night and meeting La Malaora again. When they pulled up to Maria's house, there was a police car waiting for them in the driveway. Wondering if there had been a break-in of some sort, they parked on the street and walked up to the cruiser. The officer stepped out of the car with a somber look on his face. Is one of you Mrs. Ramiro? He asked. Yes, I am, Maria said. What's going on? Was there a break-in? No, it's nothing like that. The officer took off his hat and held it in his hands. I'm sorry to inform you, ma'am, but your husband's body was found this morning in an alley in Chicago. He'd been mugged on his way back to his hotel after a late dinner last night. They shot him in the head. He was killed instantly. So, are the stories of La Malaora real? Is there really an entity out there, sometimes appearing as a suffocating black mass, other times as a beautiful woman dressed all in white, and still other times as a haggard, evil crone, signifying that death is near? If you visit the country of Mexico, or the state of New Mexico, it may be a good idea to avoid lonely stretches of country road at night. For if you encounter La Malaora, it may be the very last thing you do. I'll leave it up to you to decide what's real. So what did you think? That was really cool. You like that one? I did, yeah. Really? really I'm actually kind of surprised. It was creepy. I like the, um, I'm just, did you say she has backwards toes? Yeah. What the fuck? How do you have backwards? Like, I have is no it, idea. Like, are her feet on backwards? I don't know. I I mean, that's what... Everywhere that I looked, they all just said backwards toes. So I don't know if like... They kept it vague enough to keep it even creepier. I guess so. <laughs> so I don't know if her her toes are maybe like folded backwards or something. Ew. Or if they're just like... I think that stuff like that is like... Or if maybe her toes are on the back of her... Like your heels? Her heel or something like that. Yeah, who knows? That's so weird. Like shit like that I think is so spooky where someone looks like basically normal and then they, they'll do something like that, you know? That's fucking crazy, right? Like they do that a lot like Stephen King books and stuff, you know, yeah. where it's like, it's kind of normal and then it's, there's like one and thing. And then it's not. It's like <laughs> one thing about them that's like really off, you know? Yeah, it's it's pretty spooky. I liked yeah. that one. I was, I don't even know how I found that. I think... I actually this week I had a really hard time picking what I wanted to do because I I started researching like four different things. That's why like this is we're recording literally at eleven thirty at night on Tuesday, and mm-hmm. this comes out in like a half hour. But normally I have the this stuff done over the weekend, and then we record Sunday or Monday. But I couldn't decide what I wanted to do. I started researching some stuff, and it was stuff that I wanted to do. I just didn't want to do it now, and then so I was just like, I need to do something random that I've never heard about, and I. I, I just found this on some website of like, I think I've looked up like Latin American or Mexican folklore or something. Mm-hmm. And I've obviously most of us have heard of La Llorona, but like I 
I hadn't heard of this one. And I yeah, me was, neither. I was like, damn, that's fucking creepy. That is creepy. This weird woman. And, and the thing is that I think is really creepy about it, too, is like you don't know how it's going to appear to you. So mm-hmm. it could be some weird, like, I don't know, black hole looking blob thing on the side mm-hmm. of the road. Or it could be a woman. It could be like a beautiful looking woman or it could be a witch looking thing or yeah. whatever. And it fucking chases you and shit. Or, like, leads you to, like, the edge of a cliff or something like that. Well, it was kind of menacing at the end when you were talking about, like, how they say, like, you know, avoid long stretches of road at night in that area of the country. Like, I've spent a lot of time in that area of the country driving and just being on open stretches. And now I feel like if I go and do that again, uh, I'm going to be, like, (laughs) super freaked out now. Well, it's freaky. I mean, it is freaky. I I looked this up, and people legit are really scared of this, and mm-hmm. they're they won't talk about it. They don't name it. Mm-hmm. They just they're like, yeah, no, it's this evil thing. We we just mm-hmm. don't talk about it. Yeah, I don't know if people are afraid if they talk about it. Maybe it would appear or yeah. something like it's that. Very, like Voldemort, almost. Yeah, like a. Uh, I don't know. I just thought he it, he, she who shall not be named. You know. What would you do if you saw this thing? I don't know. Shit myself. That's it. <laughs> just oh, there it is. Yeah. Just shake your pants. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know. I mean <laughs> Well, to me, I what I think probably happens obviously is you're just driving along and you just see this this woman or something by herself or this black blob or whatever and it probably takes you by surprise. You're not expecting to see anything and then you just come up on this mm-hmm. this entity whatever it is and maybe you're kind of surprised and you're like oh shit like what is that you like slow down a little bit and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. she like makes you get out of your car and this, like, yeah, it's really creepy that is creepy. if you have lights on you all the lights go out and you're just in the dark with this thing and it's leading you somewhere mm-hmm. it's, like, oh, it's so creepy it's, it's interesting how like so many cultures all over the world have this folklore or scary version of this of like an apparition that looks like a woman, but then actually like wants to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if there's some sort of weird inherent like, um, maybe it's like the, the and this might sound kind of Freudian, but like, like like a mother relationship where it's mm-hmm. like the one person who's not supposed to hurt you. So I wonder if maybe it's, there's like yeah. a weird because it's like you see it in so many cultures of of this like this this beautiful or or safe i guess woman and then she mm-hmm. actually is evil and then at the last second turns on you you know mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting like well it was kind of it's kind of like that i mean not exactly the same but with the black eyed kids and stuff it's yeah. it's like you wouldn't expect a kid a child to be, to be uh, dangerous to you and you wouldn't yeah. expect like yeah. a woman walking around by herself in the middle yeah. of the night to be so a threat what i wonder is like the psychology behind it why that's such a shared theme globally you know because there's the one too in japan right with the um we listen we listened to a different podcast where they talked about that woman who was like 10 feet tall and if you looked at her oh the eight foot tall woman yeah so we should cover that one very similar you know mm-hmm. and that but that that's all the way in japan right so it's like it's just wild like that's such a shared concept globally Mm-hmm. I think we should cover the eight foot tall woman at some point. I'm I think down. that I think it would be pretty interesting. Are you allowed to do that in the podcast world? Like do the same subject as another podcast? Oh yeah, of course. There's, oh, I mean, yeah. how many podcasts have you heard about that cover Ted Bundy? Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> like yeah. there's there's tons of them. There's tons of stories out there. That's a super interesting one. Maybe we'll do that. I don't, I don't know if we'll do it this season, 
but you know in the future i'd love to cover that one because it's a super creepy tale i'd never heard of it before and it scared the shit out of me yeah that one scared me too that was super it was creepy. a good one yeah the japanese man they're good at horror yeah i'm i'm surprised that you like that one this yeah. this one that we did this week because i Why? It was, i don't know it was creepy I, I like know, creepy because you don't. It, you're way more of a skeptic. Like you don't believe in ghosts or things like that. Well, it doesn't or, mean I don't like a good story. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Yeah, I really, really love RoboCop. <laughs> I don't think he's real. <laughs> he might be. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure he ain't. <laughs> I don't know, man. All right, everyone. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's story. I had a lot of fun researching this one. It was really hard to find, um, like stories that people had about running into this thing. I don't know if maybe. She just kills everybody she sees. And this one woman was the one that got happened to get away from her or whatever. But yeah, I had a lot of fun with this one. So I guess that's it for today. We will see you all next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Macabre, a dark podcast, is researched, written, recorded, and produced by Monica Grasso. The music is written and produced by Monica Grasso and Nick Ferrero. You can follow us on Instagram at macabre.darkcast and email us at macabre.darkcast at gmail.com. That's M-A-C-A-B-R-E dot D-A-R-K-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. If you're enjoying the show, please share our podcast with anyone who you think would like our content. If your podcast app lets you leave a rating and a review, please do. We are a small operation, so we need you, the listener, to help us grow. So see you next time as we take our journey into the darkness. And remember... Do be careful out there.